The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Ladies and gentlemen, at the moment that we're recording this, it is Wednesday. Uh, I think it's, well, yeah, it's August 4th, and it's at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. And we are, you know, a day away from the official kickoff of the uh, 2021 NFL season with the Dallas Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in the uh, Hall of Fame game on a Thursday night, no less. This used to yes. be on a Sunday or a Saturday. I think it used to be on a Sunday and they would do the Hall Saturday, of Fame. Saturday, actually. Saturday, something like yes. that. Right? Wide yeah. World of Sports would, would, would do that back in the day when they had such a program. Wow, I wonder how many people remember Wild World of Sports, man. That's that's. Well, there you go. It's like ancient history, yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, speaking of ancient history, something that's not ancient history is the 2021 football season. It is upon us. And so, like like we have to do every year for the the last, what what has it been, maybe the last six years or something like that? We've got to bring you excellence called the Federal Football Report, where we break down all things burgundy and gold, whether you want to call them the Washington football team, whether you're hoping for Red Wolves, whether you're hoping for red tails, whether you're hoping for werewolves, as Kevin once said on Twitter. (laughs) Whatever you want to call them, just don't call them that other name. We're going to cover them like no one else in this city and beyond the city. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. We've got so much stuff to get to. We've got stuff that we've noticed from training camp I want to get to. Um, We've got, uh, man, just how the season has kind of snuck up on us. But um, uh, it, it it sneaks up on us in its reality or in its being played out. But football season never really leaves the Washington area. And we'll talk about that a little bit. We also right. uh, want to talk about the new dance team. Uh, we've got athletes leaving Washington, you know, like like nobody's business, uh, leaving the, the uh, other professional teams. So we'll get, get to that. And also some stuff about the Olympics. Of course, we want to talk about the young sister, Simone Biles, um, because we talk about stuff like that. But speaking of the season, yeah, this, you know, I was saying before the show, Kevin, that the season's kind of snuck up on us. And you made a great observation about, well, kind of, but not really. Yeah, because with the with the social media passion that this fan base has, mm-hmm. the season never really leaves because you can almost see my boy Heineke still diving into the end zone a second ago, almost <laughs> you know giving Tom Brady and and the Buccaneers, the world champions, the roughest time of the postseason, right? Mm-hmm. And and we're still living that fairy tale, and so many of the fan base, which are which is without a doubt the best fan base in the world. They're crazy, but they're, <laughs> they're the best fan base in the world. Uh, there's always some some burgundy and gold chatter, whether it be the name, whether it be the coaches, whether it be who's the starting quarterback. We have we have a quarterback controversy with a quarterback who's yet to take a snap for this team. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's unreal, but you got to love it, man. That's, that's one of the beauties. That's why, that's why we decided to do this show, because – because of the passion of, of the fan base and, and which which I have to say, because of the love they've shown us, has to be one of the most intelligent fan bases in the NFL as well. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And you know what? And, and what we're going to do during the season, we're going to record the show right after games, the way we used to do back in the old day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, whether we're in studio or whether we're utilizing our home studios or whatever, we're going to do that, do that to bring you the raw emotion and all and all of the insight that we get from watching the game, which is going to occur right after right after those games. And that'll be fun um, every week. And maybe because we've got the whole virtual thing set up, we can also invite some fans to watch 
us do the show live, you know what I mean? And get some right. of their reaction. They can type in the chat box and all that other kind of stuff. And, and, and we'll see um, um, if we feel like doing that. But of course right. we feel like doing that. We love the fans, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see if we can do that. Yeah, um, and I, we have one of the most knowledgeable fan bases in, in the league. You know, um, some of them are crazy. Some of them are just like <laughs> crazy. <laughs> That's right. I say. Nuts, pure nuts. But we welcome you too, at least to be a, a, a a visual participant. You can watch, but you can't talk. Right. <laughs> and I'll make sure we set it up to where I can, to where we control it. Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. Talking. You're not going oh, yeah. to speak. But anyway, um, let's talk about a couple of things we noticed in training camp. What I want to start with is something I saw on Twitter and I shared it with you immediately. Kevin was uh, one Tanya Snyder out at training camp. She's throwing t-shirts to the crowd. She's hyping them up. That, I mean, that to me was one of the highlights of training camp because as we spoke to Julie Donaldson when she was on this fine program, she made it clear that the focus of the team is to get back to the heart of the fans and to make the fans feel like they are a part of this team again and to make the fans feel like, you know, that the team cares about the fan base and that they are a part of the organization and seeing her do that. Obviously, Dan would never do anything like that because he's not a relatable person at all. Um, and, and, he, and to me, he just doesn't care about people. Yeah. But plus, he can't throw. Did, but uh, and, and he can't throw. <laughs> <laughs> he can't throw, right? Um, but but yeah, I love seeing that, man. What did you think when I sent you that? It's it's a beautiful thing because the first thing I noticed when I saw it was she looked totally comfortable doing it. I mean, mm-hmm. it looked like it, it looked like it was. It wasn't a Mitt Romney on the presidential campaign trail wearing jeans and standing around a bunch of kids saying, hey, who let the dogs out? Ha, ha, ha. Like, yes, who like, let those dogs out? normal yes. in this situation. You're trying to appear to be an everyday person. Take those jeans off, man. <laughs> she seemed like she was totally at ease. And, and enjoying the situation. And if you can have a situation where the owner, where the CEO looks forward to becoming a part of associating with the fan base, that's that's the, the not the dynamic that's been missing from this thing for, for for so long. The fan base has been there, but it hasn't been that connection. You have you have a, a loyal. What has been lost over the past few years, and you can see it at the home games, was the connection and the mm-hmm. loyalty because the fans felt no loyalty coming back towards them. Right. All they saw was right. the increases in prices, making it harder to park, harder for. I mean, concession prices are higher. You know, and then they they lost the connection. But with her doing this and reaching out to this grassroots, if you will, effort by the ownership is admirable. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very happy for it. If she joins the dance team, that's man, that's another step. You know, that's that's. <laughs> we, <laughs> but let's take it one step at a time. Let's not, you know, just yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, speaking of the dance team, also saw uh, performances from the dance team. Uh, you know, on uh, on Twitter from um, um, from training camp. Uh, one thing I love was the fact that, you know, the go go, you know, I mean, they playing go go music and dancing the go go music. And, the, and and I love that. Um, you know, obviously, there was a lot of stuff going on with the cheerleaders. They're going to, you know, sideline it for some time and, and try to figure some of that stuff out. And there's legal stuff with it as well. And if anybody has been, you know, harassed or mistreated by anyone in the organization, I want to see justice done to whoever perpetrated it. And and justice done for those who suffered, um, you know, but uh, the, the new thing for this season is the is the dance team. And I love what I saw. It felt like D.C., right? It sure did. I was a little bit disappointed, though, because I I just knew that we were going to get an invite, you know, at least, you know, if not to <laughs> judge, at least try out. Right. To be participants. <laughs> right. And must be, you know, you know, we live in a high security area. I didn't check my spam folder. So maybe the invite got the card in the spam folder. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about now something new. We're talking about a game day experience. 
Right. Can you imagine being on Monday Night Football and the camera pans to the sideline and the dance team is 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 dancing to Chuck Brown's? Yeah, on no, the exactly, exactly. They, and yeah, people it's, will be able to see what Washington is about and what Washington's like, at least you know the city, not the not the part of the city in these corporate boxes and people who you know migrated to the city. And we accept all people who come here. A lot of people from out of town, you know, move here whether it's for government jobs or something like that. But to see what the actual city people were born here are like and what in, in the things that, that that we like. The next thing we can do is in these concession stands, get some mumbo sauce uh, yeah. being sold there. No, the no, see, that's there a controversy right there. That's a controversy right there because I'm born and raised Washington. Uh, you know, was born over on the Benning Road side, mm-hmm. grew up in Fairfax Village in the southeast, went to Anacostia High School, proud mm-hmm. graduate. Uh, if they had a stadium there, my name would be somewhere on the stadium or <laughs> on the door or something. Never in my life until I was like in my uh, well into my adult years did I ever hear of mumbo sauce. No, get out of here. Never, never. I mean, I grew up with it, you know. um, know, So they must have kept it on the side of the river. I don't understand, you know. (laughs) But, you know, I'm not saying it wasn't, you know, it didn't exist, right? Now, we had all kinds of things. I don't know if you're familiar with the Southeast Johnny Boy carryout over on Mm -hmm. Southern Avenue. Mm -hmm. But see, that was a landmark, you know. Everybody knows where the shrimp boat was, right? Right. The shrimp (laughs) boat, the shrimp boat, the big chair. Those, you know, I would be happy if they had a picture of the shrimp boat on one side of the helmet and the big chair on the other side. (laughs) You know, but getting back to your point, right, this is no matter if they are playing right now in Ralph John or Landover, this is the Washington football team, the Dove. And they're making a concerted effort mm-hmm. to reconnect, right. to reconnect with the fan base because that's what made this team so special, that mm-hmm. connection with the fan base. And right. all the veterans back from the Super Bowl years would tell you that playing in RFK was a special thing because they felt like the fans were on the field with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. And so we talked about the fans, you know, being on the field with them, speaking about the team and, and what's going on on the field. Um, let's talk about this whole quarterback controversy thing. Here's the thing. Um, I like what I, and I said this last year, I like what I saw from Heineke in the, in the one game that he played. I like that. I like the fearlessness. I like that he was just going for it. Uh, it seemed like he didn't, I mean, he was careful with the ball, but didn't mind making a mistake. I love the heart that I saw, you know, running for that touchdown. I liked what I saw from Heineke and, 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 you know, some Washington football fans may not like hearing me say this. It almost reminded me of Tony Romo's first game or first two games when he came You're like, who in the world is this guy? But it looks like he has it. And as it turns out, you know, for all the things people want to say about not being able to finish games or anything, playoffs. I mean, you can look at his numbers. I mean, it is what it is. Um, uh, It looks like he has it and should have a chance. Now, with Fitzpatrick here, you've got a vet. You've got a guy who's smart. You've got a guy who one day could throw five touchdowns, but the next game will throw five interceptions. I mean, we you know what you're getting with Fitzpatrick. Um, But it is interesting to see how this whole thing develops. As you've been watching and been following, what are you seeing out of the quarterback position? And what would you like to see in this whole situation? Well, interestingly, um, I forget the gentleman's name. Uh, He was on with our good friends, the sports junkies. And he made this comment of, and it made perfect sense. You know what you're getting with Fitzpatrick. You yep. know exactly what you're getting. Why don't you want more? <laughs> you know, what is it that you want from the quarterback? And, and it seems to me that they're in their own way devaluing the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, um, if Scott Turner 
uh, fancies himself as a as a football genius, maybe he doesn't want anyone to to do anything but blindly does what he says do. Maybe he wants a blank slate and mm-hmm. he just writes on it and, and plays execute it, which makes me wonder why get a guy, uh, an Ivy League guy like Fitzpatrick, right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and I am really, really um, confused. I don't have an answer, the answer to that because because you, you is it a competition? I mean, one of you, one of the guys you're relying on was a guy who was in school a year ago, right? He wasn't, <laughs> what happened to him in this past year that he can play now, mm-hmm. but he couldn't play then? I mean, right, does right. the fact that you can't evaluate talent <laughs> into, <laughs> play, this, play into, it, into the discussion? Yeah, at all. Yeah. Here's another interesting thing about that, about that whole thing about, you know, you know what you're getting with Fitzpatrick. Why, why don't you want more? Um, is, you know, when it comes to uh, the, the, the quarterback position, obviously, you know, there are certain tiers and levels. And so you could say the same thing if there was, you know, I mean, any of the quarterbacks uh, in, in the league from, you know, a Cam Newton um, even, you know, retired Drew Brees or even Tom Brady when he went to the, to the Bucks, you know what you're getting with them. So you know what you're getting with Fitzpatrick. You know exactly what that is. And that's fine when you're speaking of a Fitzpatrick-type quarterback or, um, or maybe even um, uh, who, was the, who, who was the kid that went to college in Louisville and then he went to Minnesota and then um, Carolina, with the Saints in the Carolina. He messed his uh, knee up. I can't remember his name. But um, uh, uh, so, if you're talking about a backup quarterback, it's oh, like, I bridge, know Teddy, Teddy yeah, Bridgewater, Bridgewater, yeah. you know what I mean? Who well, I think can still be a starter in the league, but mm-hmm. it's, it's fine. If you, if you get like a Fitzpatrick, say, I know what I'm getting in him and he's a backup, he's a good solid backup level quarterback. So that's what you want out of your backup. Somebody who's like, we know what we're getting. We know he can play the, the game. We know he gets it. He's a, he's a quick learner. We're, we're good with that. But what you want to do is find, like I said, who can, who can match if, 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 and maybe they've seen enough from Heineke and they're saying, well, we don't know if, he, we don't know if, if, he, if, if he's good enough to be a starter and we don't know if he can actually do this. But then the, the question would remain, then, then why is he still on the roster? Why is he still on the squad? <laughs> if you've seen it, that gets back to your whole question of evaluating talent. So it is still a position that I'm just like, ah, guys, I don't know. I'm just not sure. Yeah. You, ha- you have in this town, you gotta love it, man. We got a quarterback controversy between one guy who's played one game <laughs> and another guy who has not taken a snap from this for this team, right? You know, right. and and we as fans, right? You know, we were, we're media uh, darlings and all, but as fans, we only can sit back and watch, right? Because mm-hmm. the quarterback controversy thing can be a fun thing. Or it could it could be like the downfall of this team, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. a team that has <laughs> has high potential and and is at a point in the NFC East where there's chaos throughout the NFC East, and this right. and, and it's just right it's theirs for the picking. That's exactly you know, what happened last right. year. It's exactly what happened last year. There's no way in the world headed into the season. You know, anybody who, um, unless you are, which there are plenty irrational Washington football team fans <laughs> who would have thought they would have won the division. You know what I mean? Now it was once you see things happen in Dallas with Dak Prescott getting out for the season and other things happening, you're like, okay, um, it, it, you could probably see things start to shape. And I think the team even saw it and you saw a total difference in the way they started to coach the team. I mean, there were times earlier in the season when, you know, when Haskins was quarterback and that seems like that was three years ago. It was, yeah, there, there was times in the season last year where in press in, in post game press conferences 
Ron Rivera was, was basically saying, we weren't trying to win the game. Like, we, we, we yes. were trying to end it. And then you saw the switch when, once Prescott got hurt, and you saw things not really working out in Philadelphia with Carson Wentz and, and what's going on there. And then Saquon Barkley gets hurt. All of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute. We can win this thing. Then he starts coaching to win. What's going to happen with this team if he actually, from the beginning of the season, starts coaching to try to win? The, who knows if he actually tries to win from the beginning of the season? But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. And so that's one thing we've got to figure out. I think the running back position is still something we've got to figure out. Um, love to see. Can't wait to see, you know, how Terry McLaurin uh, progresses this year. Um, but the defense, I think, is, 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 is where your bread and butter is with the team. And that's fine with me. I like the, de- I like the defense being the bread and butter. And I also like the way the offensive line is shaping up. Yeah, um, you know, we, we do have to touch on the fact that, that it's getting better. I mean, initially we had uh, a bunch of guys out there who, for whatever reason, wherever they got the information, just weren't, we're not going to take the shot. Right. And, <laughs> and pretty much in a nutshell, the league said, okay, don't take it if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. But uh, right. we, we got options. <laughs> All right. right. Plenty of people love to have your job, and we don't mind giving it to them. Well, they were, they were less than 50% at the start, like something like 30 something percent players vaccinated, yeah, yeah. right? And now, as of this morning, they're 85%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm glad to see that they talk a good, good game, and uh, especially the defense, right? You know, the, the, the shot, you look at it as defense, right? You look at the shot as, as, as defending against uh, uh, the, the thing that's coming to get you, right? You know, mm-hmm. so uh, that's why I made a joke on Twitter at Stanfield, Kevin, when they were talking about our boy Clapton Kirk in Minnesota refusing mm-hmm. to take the shot. I said, well, Kirk never could read defenses, so he doesn't know what it's about. <laughs> right? But I'm, I'm glad to see that whether it's um, – I think it's more of a thing of peer pressure because I know, I know people myself who said they weren't going to take it for whatever reason and eventually, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, decided to take it. And, um, you know, I'm, if, you know, all you listeners out there, is your right not to take it. I wish you would because we'd like to have you listening to the show. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so um, the, the, the draft, uh, drafting for defense, we got a, a young stud linebacker. Uh, we seem like we're healthy mm-hmm. for the first time. You know, in the past few seasons, we've had some devastating in- injuries early in camp. And um, it seems like that, you know, they're healthy. It's just a, a matter of going from the, the chalkboard and, uh, and uh, putting on the field. I do think one thing in our advantage, though, is uh, Coach Jack Del Rio, who, um, who um, might have a problem with his balance because he's always leaned toward the right, if you know what I mean. Uh, now, now that <laughs> he doesn't have the support that he once had, I think maybe, he, you know, his mind might be clear, or maybe he's just angry and he'll send blitzes every every single time. Who knows? Yeah. Who, knows? Who knows? Maybe he'll just go scorched there. But <laughs> we're at a place we weren't uh, with the defense. We're 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 above where we were, uh, uh, you know, prior to last season. So I'm quite excited, and and you know, the the, the better the offense and defense, they all make makes the special teams better. So we're we're in a position that that. Um, that we're going to enjoy doing this show a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. As we Absolutely. go along. Yeah. And I can't wait for it. And I can't wait for the first show that we're able to jump on. And even if it, even with it just being preseason film, break down film like no other and let you know exactly what we see, because you see the same things we see, but you just don't understand right. it the way we understand it. Oh yeah, that's right. It. And that's, that's right. why we do this show. Everybody, <laughs> 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 And everybody knows what's going on out here. Cause there's a lot that's of misinformation. Right. Uh, alternative facts, as it was once said. Oh yes, um, about, yes, about yes, things yes. that's going on. So let's let, let, let's um, um, so yeah, but we'll have more burgundy and gold as, uh, as more things develop and as these preseason games get underway and talk about that. But there's so much else going on here in D.C. Uh, 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 the the um, Washington Nationals cleaning house. 
I mean, clean in the house right before the, I took the family to go see the the Nats. Uh, we had to, you know, kind of go online and look at the look at the lineup. Say, well, who's still on, <laughs> who's still on this team? Thank goodness, Victor Robles and uh, and Juan Soto. Because other than that, we may not know anybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. Josh Bell. Uh, you know, outside of that, uh, with 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 Max leaving, Trey Turner leaving, a host of others. Um, and, and then you've got the Wizards and then, you know, Russell Westbrook out, um, you know, what are your thoughts on all these players getting sent out of here in teams cleaning house? You know, it's funny. Uh, uh, the lovely lady that I am related to by marriage, as Tony would say, uh, we went up to Baltimore. We went to Camden Yards for the for the Nationals uh, series, the, the Friday night opener of the series. Nice. Had great seats. There mm-hmm. were a ton of Nats fans there. And the Orioles have had a bad season. Sure. And they beat the socks off. <laughs> it was so bad that the Orioles fans couldn't even gloat. <laughs> you know, they just shook their heads, right? They said, man, we beat y'all? Uh, shook their heads, right? <laughs> and and it, that might have been uh, the straw that broke the camel's back because that week right. afterwards is when they started cleaning house. Now, my wife did get a beautiful video of Josh Bell hitting the home run. You know, I said, you know, she said, oh, I said, he's a home run hitter. He might want to catch a flick of him. And she just, <laughs> I don't know how she did it, but it was perfect. She caught it going out of the stadium and all that. Mm-hmm. And, but that it might be a, a collector's item now because I haven't seen too many of those. Yeah. But immediately afterwards, they decided that that would be the time to, to clean house. And, and, and you got to, you know, hats off to Max Scherzer because mm-hmm. he showed, he, he became a city favorite because you know, he was a skilled pitcher. He was awesome at his craft, but when he had to break down and grind yes. and just like, you know, pitch 150 pitches in the game and stuff, he would mm-hmm. do it. And he, he was do and, it. And, and, and he was doing his thing even during stretches where he didn't get any run support, uh, <laughs> when he wasn't getting any help from the bullpen. Guys just wasn't able to close games out for him. And he was still doing his thing and wasn't really, you know, sour about it. <laughs> That's right. Even in the World Series, when his he was he was hurt during the World Series, and he couldn't he couldn't uh, be the max that we the mad max that we were used to. But his job was just max, just keep us in the game, man. If it's, if we got a uh, if we're behind by two runs or three mm-hmm. runs, we can deal with that. And Max would he would several innings load the bases and 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 just you know come out of the inning with you know no runs or one mm-hmm. run. He mm-hmm. he worked he worked for everything he did, and um, he was a solid national. You you would see him out in the street. I left mm-hmm. work one day and saw Max Scherzer going to the restaurant next to where, next to the office, and, mm-hmm. and and you know just nothing but praise for Max. You know he he. He came to Washington. He was a straight-up guy. He, he kind of got holes earlier in the year when they were talking about the thing about the pictures and the sticky stuff. And mm-hmm. Max said, look, I'll, show, here, I'll strip out here. You can see. I'm not yeah. concealing anything, right? Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. after that incident, they stopped doing that. But nothing but praise for Max. You know, we're losing Trey Turner, who was a, another guy who came up through the system, came up as a young kid. If you look at him, he looks like he's 18 years old now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and it was pretty much dubbed the future of the franchise, which, you know, that's what they call everybody. They call Bryce Harper that. They call Rendon that. But I, I, I'm having a problem with it because the fact that they didn't sign Rendon after that s- season, after that World Series performance, that record-setting performance, and they wanted to negotiate as opposed to saying, here, you, you, here's your reward, that, 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 was, that was bad for me. And to me, it hasn't been the same since. 
and and you know it's 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 just a matter of the learners collecting ticket money now man it's it's i i don't see anything exciting happening for this team in the next several years and i just hope they've built up enough of a fan base mm-hmm. that is viable for the next few years and not like Orioles fans Orioles fans will show no matter how bad the team is right. whatever period of time but the you know, Nationals just gain that fan base that you know you'd always go to the Nationals game and see more of the other teams jerseys there because it's a transient city yeah when we went to see the Cubs and and that's um man I'm telling you there were so many Cubs fans there and they were cheering on them Cubbies man um yeah, as well yeah. so that's a whole thing um, you know, one thing about Max, too, if I could just jump back to Serger, is, yeah. is it, one of the things that he that he also did that I thought um, uh, w- w- was really, really good and helped the team was the pressure that he took off of Strasburg and having to yes. be the ace. You know what I mean? Like, he, I think I think Mac, uh, uh, that that Strasburg was able to look at him and look up because, I mean, that that World Series um, uh, season was probably the toughest that I've seen Strasburg play and, and, and mm. pitch. And mm. I saw some grit in him. And I, 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 I attribute that right to Max coming. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and showing him um, uh, what it's about. And by the way, two years ago, they won the World Series. You know, I mean, thank you. You know, thank you. Like you said, thank you, Max. Thank you, Nats. You know, I, what am I supposed to ask him for? You know, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. And hopefully they, 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 this whole thing rebuilds and they're able to get another, get another See, one. I wanted to win another one right away. Right. <laughs> you know, don't change nothing. Do what you got. You had that, you had that thing, right? You had it. Mm-hmm. You had power with the baby shark. You had, um, and I'm drawing a blank now, uh, uh, do hit the, the home run off the foul pole, uh, the seasoned veteran. And you had, um, he'll come back to it because we're talking football. You just had, you had the magic, right? And what's the first thing you do when you got magic? You say, oh, okay, well, we can do it anytime. And, and, right. and you, don't, you don't maintain it. So yeah. uh, Howie is what I'm thinking about. Howie Kendrick. Oh, Kendrick. And, Howie Kendrick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know. Well, there's that. well, then let's talk about the other team getting rid of players, uh, at least one player, uh, Russell Westbrook. He came. And he made an impact on the city, and then he left. Just as soon as he did, just like that, gone to just perhaps like gone to greener pastures. Of course, I mean with Los Angeles, I mean he's got a better shot winning something there than he does here. But I, I, I actually don't mind the package that they got back for him, especially if they combine and get Dimwitty uh, uh, from Brooklyn. But we all we've got to see if it's actually going to work out because apparently Brooklyn's got a little hold up on that deal. But uh-huh, uh-huh. I actually don't mind it that 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 much, to be honest with you. I'm I'm good with Kuzma. Um, you know, he's a player. He's a long guy. Can play on the wing. I'm good with Caldwell Pope. He's a good. He's a. I, I like him as a point guard. He can shoot. He can handle the ball. He plays defense. Um, you know, and and I like Harold. You know what I mean? I like the energy that he brings. I, I like him and Thomas Bryant. You know, down low. I can and I like some of the some of the moves they made last year. Um, of course, the the, the uh, Russell Westbrook, but some of the mid year moves to get some guys in. I'm I like because here's the thing. Outside of Bill and Westbrook, there weren't um, a lot of guys on this team who could start anywhere else. You know, I mean, to be honest right, with you, right, you know, right. on most of the team. Right. Well, now you're bringing in three guys who can not only start here, but can start elsewhere. Who started in Los Angeles right. and started, right, you right, can right. start in other cities and not just, oh, if they come. It's like you think about some of the, like some of the guys who play in Sacramento. These guys go somewhere else. You know, outside of the, the 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 point guard that they got, not Sexton because Sexton's in in Cleveland, uh, but my other guy in 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 Sacramento, uh, 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 their point guard. You know, he could he could go anywhere uh, 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 and play. But outside of that, I'm not. You know, who else? 
So now we've got players who are starters here who could actually start somewhere else. You know, interestingly, I look at I was thinking about what you say, and I, was, I think that that Rui is 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 borderline. If if he had that, if he didn't have that Gonzaga mentality, Gonzaga mm-hmm. players are too nice, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got another one too. Um, right. But then I, I looked like at him and I like that pick. I like that pick. And I forgot about and, and Rui. Like I like the way it's shaping up. Yeah, yeah. Rui, I looked the other day. He hit thirty two on some game, and you know, playing for Japan, right? So he's, he's very got comfortable playing. Right. For Japan. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's why it wasn't there before. It wasn't. But see, that's the thing that I don't know if enough people appreciate it about. Rest about uh, uh, Westbrook because mm-hmm. Russ, I've seen uh, reports of him several times telling the other players in practice, "You're a bad boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you're much better than you think. All you got to do is go do it." He right. never talked the guys down. He's always talking them up. And mm-hmm. for a young player to have a Russell, a future Hall of Famer in Russell Westbrook. Uh, having your back like that, it had to mean something. Of it course, had, it plus, did. plus, Russ in a playoff game as your guard got twenty rebounds and twenty assists, right? So, ridiculous. You know, Russ was a baller. Just ridiculous. Did yeah. you see the report of the interview that that Ted Leonsis gave when he was talk comparing a, a Ovechkin to a Russ, and he said, "Yeah, well." Uh, I know Ovechkin won't leave because, you know, NHL is different between the NHL player and the NBA player. NBA player will be gone the first chance he gets. You know, you know. What? Well, get out of here. I said, saying, Rush, you gave us some thrills and some moments yeah. and we thank you. Instead of doing that, this, Man, this, come on. this is the same guy who wouldn't resign Barry Trotz after he won the Stanley Cups. So, right. <laughs> you know, so, you know, we, we know we have some ownership issues in this town. We do. We do. Maybe we can get Mrs. Leonsis so, oh, come on there, throw some t-shirts. <laughs> get her out. Nice. <laughs> throw some t-shirts out. Oh, get, there, get her out there on the court. Um, let's jump and talk about the Olympics. You mentioned Rui in, in, in Tokyo, uh, uh, scoring 32 for Japan. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Simone. Um, you wanted to, 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 to jump in on this, but I think you wanted to get my opinion first before you said anything. Well, let me hear your opinion. Mine is, is, it was kind of weird, but yeah, yeah. You first, by all means. Yes. Okay. So, so here, here's, here's what I feel. (laughs) I have no reason to, and, and, and I don't think anyone else does, even though they have been, I have no reason to be critical of Simone Biles at all, at all. I mean, she, she, she goes there. Um, she, you know, right before the team competition, everybody knows the story. She says, Hey, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do it. She, and she, 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 uh, also bows out of, of all the, uh, individual, uh, 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 events except for the balance beam. Uh, mm-hmm. and she got the bronze in that because of, um, you know, mental health issues is what she put, put it at first because of mental health. And what it turns out is this thing that they call the twisties, um, you know, where when she's up in there and she's doing these twists that she loses where she is, you know, sometimes in the, and that can be super dangerous. When you're that high up in the air, flipping and twisting, and you got to, you know, you can do it. There's a, there's a number <laughs> of bad things that can happen. When you talk about all time with football, you say, why should I pass the ball? Because only three things can happen, and two of them are bad. When you're <laughs> up that high, there's only one good. When you're doing that in gymnastics, there's only one good thing that can happen, to land without breaking anything. Anything else is bad. And so right, if you right. don't know where you are, and she's like, mentally, I can't. You know, I can't get it all together. So I'm going to bow out because, listen, if she falls or, you know, the worst thing would be to hurt herself. This other thing would be to fall. And then she causes her team a medal. These girls still won silver. We still have great gymnasts. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. And so there's so much criticism and and, well, pressure. She's supposed to be a world class athlete, but it's not pressure. This girl has won over 30 medals. Uh, she is widely known as the GOAT. She has performed with broken bones in her foot. 
all the while, while her and her teammates are sexually abused by the team doctor. So yeah. pressure and being able to box out and compartmentalize and focus on what you do. She's done that. This is the, and then, well, if she's got this mental health thing, then why is she cheering on the team? And she doesn't seem like she's sad. It's like, she didn't say she was depressed. She didn't say she was dealing with anxiety. <laughs> she said she, in her mind, she can't, she can't locate herself in the air. It's a mental thing. She can't, and she's, she's doing da- daily medical meetings. She's doing she, meetings with sports psychologists and she's, and she's still trying during in practice time to, to try to figure out, and she can't. And as opposed to hurting herself and hurting the team, she decided not to play. She doesn't owe anybody anything. She doesn't owe anybody anything. She's done enough. She's represented this country with grace, with style, with excellence. She's the greatest at what she's done. There's no reason to go up there and try to hurt yourself if you, if you can't do it. And she has nothing to prove to anybody. I, you know, if she didn't want, she doesn't want, she can't do it. She, she mentally feels like she can't. It's not pressure. It's not, it's, it's, it's none of that stuff. And so these folks who criticize her over it, I don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I'm just praying. I agree with everything you said, uh, except the wrong stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> listen, uh, you know, being a sports fan, I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, in baseball, they have a thing, they, they call them the yips. Have you heard yeah. that expression before? Uh, and, and for the, the, the listeners out there, the yips, is when a, a baseball player, it happens quite a bit with pitchers, but I don't know if it's a, a perfect example of a third baseman, is a, the yips is when you cannot perform one of the basic functions of the game. Something prevents you from performing it. And, and sometimes it's a physical thing, but most of the time it's a mental thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a pitcher named Rick Ankeel, mm-hmm. and he played for St. Louis, I believe it was. Yes, the, the Cardinals. And at some point, he just lost the ability to throw the ball over the plate. It would go behind the batter, over the batter, in the, in the ground, to the left, to the right. He just n- could not put the ball anywhere in the area of the plate. Eventually, what they did was um, uh, put him uh, in the outfield, and it worked out. He had a long career. He might still be playing. Uh, here at home, Ryan Zimmerman was an all-star third baseman. And something happened to Ryan Zimmerman, and they, they attributed his a little bit more to injury. He couldn't throw the ball from third to first. He mm-hmm. could not do it. He, it, would, it would go in the stands. It would go in the dugout. And eventually, you know, right now he's a DH in the first baseman. Mm-hmm. And so the yips is a thing. It really exists, right? If I can add one more thing to the yips, I've seen it in golf. There's a golfer, Kevin Nye. Who yes. takes so long to hit his his driver from time to time, and you see him. You he is, there's been times where he's on the tee box with the driver in hand. And he's taking long, taking long, and he's he swings, but he purposely misses the ball and he backs off again. He goes up, backs off again, and he screams at himself, "Come on, Kevin, come on, hit the ball." It's it's a it's a thing. It's a thing. It's it's actually a thing. So that's it's perfectly reasonable to assume that this has happened with Simone Biles. My question would be. Why could she not decrease the degree of difficulty of her routine then? I mean, we're used to her doing these. I I mentioned about three months ago, I saw Simone in a a competition, and her landings were not as precise as I've been used to seeing her land. Mm -hmm. It was always a little hop at the end, a little skip. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned that to some people, and they said, yeah, well, her degree of difficulty is so high, it won't affect her final score. And I said, well, that's not the point. The point is, she never did that before because precision was her thing. Mm -hmm. And and then a month or so before the Olympics, um, I saw a fall, fall out the balance mm-hmm. beam. And, you know, she broke out crying. So, so what you're supposed to do? And my thing would, would have been in a team sport, which, which 
you know, everything individual, I understand that. But the team competition, don't you kind of owe it to your team to at least do something? I mean, if, mm. if it was a question of her actually questioning her safety, she could have dialed back her routine and done something that might not have gained her maybe that the, the solid goal that we've been used to seeing her uh, do. But, you know, there was somebody else who didn't make that Olympic team because of, I mean, granted, like, you know, you're going like spots one through 10 or however many they have on the team, there's the 11th person, right? And it wasn't like the 11th person is going to take Simone's spot. Everybody else would be bumped up. But there's a person that didn't have that, I don't want to say the word, it's not luxury, the opportunity mm-hmm. to choose the routine. And, and Simone did. And, you know, the people in all walks of life who don't have that opportunity to step back and, 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 and just recharge your batteries for a minute. Like if you're on the plane, if you're on, especially if you're on spirit and the pilot said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be uh, delayed coming out of the uh, gate. Uh, I'm just, I'm just not feeling it right now. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not seeing the runway. Right. And uh, we, we're going to have to hold on a bit. You know, normal people don't have that, that opportunity. But so, if you were on that plane, wouldn't you want the pilot to say that if he wasn't? I want the number 11 pilot to come up. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I want the number, yeah. bump him up, bump him up. You can take a break, take care of yourself. That's the, most, that's the important thing. And you're also going to take care of myself, you know? So, <laughs> right. yeah. Right. And, 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 you know, she seems happy now. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, whatever it is, uh, you know, whether it's uh, physical and she, or mental. And, 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 and you are right. Cause there's, there's, there's the ability to scale down your routine because she did that for the individual balance beam. Yes. Um, but, you know, it's possible that she was like, I mean, you know, to scale it down, I, you know, maybe wouldn't give them the opportunity if to win as a team, it, if they would have a better opportunity for someone else who was filling in for her to go full out. That would give them a better opportunity than her going halfway. Well, it was my, it wasn't my understanding that, that she didn't have a replacement in some of those team activities and then just basically got a zero for her slot. That's what I, I thought happened early. No, I don't think so. There wasn't. Oh, okay. All right. Them for, yeah. Oh, well, good. You know what? That's who we should be talking about. Because <laughs> she's yeah, not yeah, getting yeah. no play. I mean, those, and, and, and again, like I said, like I said earlier, they still got a silver. Yeah. They had yeah. a chance to get a gold. Yeah. And they, they competed their butts yeah. off. And, and now they got a silver in a situation that they were 100% not prepared for. Right. They were exactly. 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 Without her. And they still went out. I was so proud of all the all the girls like, you know, Suni Lee and, mm-hmm. and Jordan Childs. And I, and I apologize for not being able to remember the other two. Um, but they did they did a they did a great job in a situation that was totally foreign to them, you know, and they didn't seem to have a problem with her doing that. Uh, you know, it, there was an interview on the, on the Today Show. The other girl said, yeah, no, we didn't want her to perform because we were legit afraid for her for her yeah. safety when we saw her practicing like this is not going to go well and you don't and need to be up here doing this stuff the people who were the most upset and not not vocally upset but uh nbc because they had right the, focused so much of this mm-hmm. event on the, mm-hmm. the excellence of <laughs> simone biles right. and they had to actually scramble and do some work but mm-hmm. you know prior to this it has been a thing i'd say the past two olympics at, at least where if an athlete, if an American athlete won bronze or, or, or silver, it was almost looked like a failure. It right. was presented mm-hmm. like a failure. Mm-hmm. And this year, these athletes are not having it. <laughs> They're not having it. No, they are just it. as happy to win a mm-hmm. bronze medal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm number three in the world, baby. <laughs> you well, you know, and as, the, and as they should, one thing, too, that I loved was, uh, well, that kind of struck me, was at the opening ceremony, just how different, you know, COVID-19 made everything, was in, in the opening ceremony, 
you know, you've got, you know, of course, America and other countries got all these athletes. Then you've got some country you never heard of and they're bringing three people out or two people out. And I just felt so bad for those individuals because this is a huge moment for them. And then they walk into the stadium and it's basically empty. You know what I mean? Because of this yeah. whole thing. It's like, man, they deserve the fanfare and the claps and, you know, and, 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 and everything that it brings. But I'm sure they, everyone who competed still looked like they had a great time. And this, this is the world in which we live at least, you know, short term, yeah. but man, it would have been great for them to, you know, uh, from, you know, somewhere in, you know, uh, Southeast Asia, somewhere in, you know, you know, middle of nowhere to to come in and get this fanfare of all these people for that moment in their life. I wish that that, that, that had happened, but you know, they're still Olympians and nobody, as they always say, no one can take that from nobody can take it away from them. (laughs) Nobody can take all those. I know people who would try. (laughs) (laughs) This is DC. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Exactly. So folks, we're going to have some good football stuff to talk about. Uh, Preseason kicks off. um, Well, I guess it depends on when you're listening to it. At the time we're recording Mm -hmm. it, it kicks off tomorrow with the Hall of Fame game, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Dallas Cowboys. Will you be tuning in, Kevin? I will. Absolutely. One reason is we'll probably see a large dose of Dwayne Haskins. And, you know, right. <laughs> we'll, right. we'll see a, a, a large dose of Dwayne, and, and, and we'll see. Uh, I heard some reports that uh, that Mike Tomlin has said good things about Dwayne. And one thing we know about Mike, Mike don't play. He's mm-hmm. not going to play, you know, the, the, the media game about saying the guy's good and the guy's really bad. He'll mm-hmm. say, hey, the guy's stunk it up. You know, he'll say right. that. So I'm Does Dwayne know him. how to respond now with an NFL head coach saying something good about him? Because he hasn't had that in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows? Who knows? But one thing I know about Pittsburgh is uh, Pittsburgh is a tough city, man. And, right. and uh, if you know, you know, but you know, hey. it can be good for him to to, to be yes. there under Tomlin and to sit behind Ben and learn from a guy who he's kind of built like. You know what I mean? And and yes, yes, yes. I mean, and Ben seems like he's got a couple more years left in the tank. It could be a good situation, and in, in, in three or four years from now, we're sitting there looking at it and like, man, how'd they let this kid? Yeah, go? if you if he appreciates where he is, if he appreciates <laughs> where he, you know, all situations aren't the same, right? That's you right. know, we didn't we didn't hear a peep out of Patrick Mahomes, knowing how much better he was than Alex Smith, and mm-hmm. he just sat there quietly and waited yeah. his turn, right? Yeah. So you know, hey, all all the best to him, and and you know, all the best to all our. Uh, all our listeners who aren't necessarily Burgundy and Gold fans, friends like mm-hmm. our boy Rodney, who who's going to be making an appearance this year, and he's very and, happy because Saquon's right. happy and healthy. That's right, and and our buddy uh, Ryan Popovich out there in Vegas, who I haven't heard from f- for a while. So hey, man, hit me up, right? You know, we're doing that live remote from Vegas this year. Can't uh, wait, can't wait. Yeah. So and you know, we got a couple of other perspective uh, guests, right? You know. Uh, uh, because of the, uh, the, the the sweep and the reach of social media, we you know uh, become acquainted with some cowboy fans and some Eagles fans, and mm-hmm. and you know it's not their fault, you know. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure we're gonna welcome them on. I can do some pregame stuff, right? You know, so it's gonna be another exciting. This might, you know what? You know, we usually make predictions, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I predict this will be our best season ever. I mean, I'm with you. you know, I'm with. This is gonna be I mean, our best one. Of ever. course, it will be, and I can't wait for it. And here's to a happy and and hopefully healthy season for. I mean, you know, no season goes by without any injuries, but we're hoping for the best for every team in the league. We don't want to see any kind of catastrophic injuries, stuff like that. That's Let's right. Get out there, right. play some football, and we'll bring you all the uh, uh, hard hitting analysis like no one else. This no is one. the Federal Football Report. <laughs> 